You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Prepare yourself. You're on the run with Remzo W. Martinez. Trusted advisor. That is what my good friend and host of the Brian Nichols show says you need to become if you want to expand greater prosperity and freedom in your life and the lives of those around you. Hello, this is Remsen Martinez. Thank you so much once again for joining us on the run. There's a big episode for me. For those of you who are tuning in for the first time, because we have many of those each and every episode, this is a show about me trying to become a financially free, financially independent person who does not have to worry about the transgressions of governments, the unjust will of man, corporate tyranny, put me in a way in which I can uh, live my life. Not that I can completely escape it, but so that way I have greater options, I have greater capabilities, and I've got time and the capability. If you don't have the time, the resources, then the capability, you're not rich, you ain't free, you're not going to have a good time, as a ski instructor from South Park would say. The show has been following me on a, on a journey in which I never thought I would be on. And for, for those of you that have been here with me for as long as we've been doing On The Run, I hope you have uh, taken into account that I have, I've tried very, very much to keep you all in the loop of what is going on in my life. Sometimes I think I get a bit too personal, but as I go back and I look at the long archive as we head up to episode 200 in a couple of weeks, wow, my life has changed. You know, some people have like photo albums, some people have like little photo collages and stuff like that. Some people collect videos and do video montages. I mean, I've got I've got a library of my life here on the run. And um, while we've still got a long ways to go, a lot of work, a lot of hustling, a lot of opportunities to come to get on that road where I will be at the point in my life where I could say the world can come at me and I will I will be fine. Um, this is an episode that marks a big moment for me. 
you know, it's it's moments like this in my life where I I sometimes have to pinch myself because I can't tell whether I'm dreaming or whether this is reality. I don't know if you guys remember, like, in the early days of YouTube, like, in 2006, he had uh, that kid that went to the dentist, and he's just like, is Israel alive? Because he was still on the um, on, on the gas and makes you loopy and stuff. He was waking up from a, from a dental procedure. He's like, Dad, Dad, am I alive? It's, I, if you remember the name of the video, please tweet me. Ah, hey, Remso, and let me know. I forget I forget the kid. I don't care enough to go back and search it. Like, I think it's like Davey goes to the dentist or Jake goes to the dentist. Something goes to the dentist. It's the kid where he's like, is this real life? Well, I've, I've been asking myself if this is real life. And um, I'll, I'll jump to it, but I will preface that I'm going to leave some information out for the sake of privacy um, because we live in an environment where we... Um, Sometimes we we should we should always be making big moves in silence and celebrating those big moves once they've actually, you know, given us big tangible results and we're at a formidable point where the evil eyes of others won't go ahead and bring us down, even though they might try. But um, I'm going to keep some of this information private because a lot of this just happened and um, because of the world we live in, because of me, who I am and uh, we live in a crazy world. I just, I, I, I just want something that's just, just for me right now. I'm gonna give you all the details eventually one day about what happened, but for now, we're just kind of fo- gonna focus on what happened and the soft lesson. So, what happened? Obviously, if I'm giving such a disclaimer like that at the beginning of the show, it's something big. It is something big. I have achieved something that I never actually thought I would jump into. It's something that. Uh, I certainly did not immediately plan on, but when hard work and opportunity makes good timing, you know what you have to do. And recently, I became the part owner of a Milwaukee-based business. It is a small business which is expanding throughout the country, and it's in a field that I'm very much interested in. And I think it's a great opportunity. And uh, we're going to talk about why. Now, what is that business? I'm, I'm not going to say right now because the ink is drying and everything. And, uh, you know, I just I, I want to be respectful to the owners and stuff because I haven't spoken to them um, about whether I would talk about this or not. Um, I think maybe once later we get to that point, maybe we can. But it's... Um, it's it's a cool place. So let's just say I invested in a very cool place. Here was the story. I went to this place with some friends, and on the signs, this business said that they were looking for investors, and they gave a link to a website, and the buy-in, um, the minimum buy-in was very, very enticing. So I went ahead and looked at um, the site. I read through the charts and the information and the data and the paperwork and I saw where all the money's been going and how much profit they had been collecting and what their plans were to expand and what potential equity holders could expect to uh, achieve long term and after looking into this um, I stayed up for 12 hours and uh, reviewed all the all the paperwork and everything and after uh, a deep deep amount of really guessing whether or not this was a good decision. 
I um I decide to uh, put some money down and take a uh, t- take a pretty large equity in this company, so that way it could get the cash it needs to grow and succeed and make a lot of money. So it it was um it was wild. I mean, I I, I had a plan for how I kind of wanted to grow my wealth and expand my cash flow. And, you know, while this was probably something that I, w- I was always open to, it was not something that I figured that I would be doing anytime soon. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those things where when you, when you buy like single stocks, yeah, you're a part owner in a company, but really you're a shareholder. This was, um, th- this was through private equity. So it's not, a company that was listing public shares. Basically, there's a limited number of shares that this company was willing to offer. They were looking for as many investors to buy in at a certain point. And after this, it's going to be closed off once they reach their goal. So it's, you know, it's, it's private equity. And, um, you know, it's not like stocks where you can just quickly come in and come out and spy and sell and trade. This is, you know, once you put your money down, you're you're in it for the long term. Kind of like fund drives that we talked about a few weeks ago um, in the stock market episode when I said I was investing money in fund drives. And uh, that's money where usually you're, you're going to have to be in it for five years. So if you don't need the liquidity that much, you can go ahead and invest in things like this where you're okay with your money being tied up in something long term. And, um, you know, there, there were there were many reasons as I really began to break it down that this was a good idea for me. And I think I've I've brought it down to five, but I'm going to end with one that could count as like a six point. But it's more of just a generic general advice kind of lapping, you know, the, the whole gambit of this list. So, you know, just just be advised about that. But, um, you know. Uh, LB, uh, LB Muniz, who was on the show last week, he went ahead and we were talking about, you know, the post-libertarian movement and the future of liberty in, in the United States and the rest of the world. And, you know, the one thing he brought up is something that we've talked about on this show time and time again. When the lockdowns happened, where were the libertarians? They were online. They weren't doing anything. They weren't in the boardroom. They weren't in the city council room. They weren't in the state house. They weren't in Congress. They were not in the rooms where decisions were being made. And often, I'll, I'll go on other shows. I'll go on the World According to Ben Stein, for example, and we'll talk about all the crazy, crazy things going on in the world. And often people are like, well, what do I do about it? I'm just a regular Joe. I'm just an average guy. What do I do about it? And my answer is get involved. You know, make yourself as formidable and dangerous as possible in terms of your ability to make decisions and, you know, take direct action in your life, but to also, you know, take back your own communities, take back your schools, take back your your, your main street, make your community a safe place, make your home a safe place. And a lot of people are just doomers. They They just anticipate that the world is going to end or that the whole whole shebang is just going to blow up one day. And um, they use that as an excuse not to take action in the world around them because they don't even take action in their own lives. Um, you know, my, my, my famous quote 
that uh, Trisha Stewart man decided to make viral on Facebook was don't listen to poor people. Uh, don't listen to stupid poor people, something like that. Like, why would I take advice from Amy Schumer about fitness? Why would I take advice from Anthony Fauci about, um, you know, my health? Um, don't take advice from people who are inconsequential to the world. I mean, that sounds really mean, but that's the truth. And you, you can measure that because nothing they do in their life really impacts anything. It's not even impacting theirs in a positive way. So don't listen to the people who are going to bring you down. I wanted to begin making inroads in the Milwaukee area. I live here. I plan on living here for the long term. I believe that, you know, having a good base of operations, having a good area where you can begin to develop that wealth, power, and influence um, is, is key. So as I made this decision, as I put the money down, as I made it real, I, I really started thinking about, you know, like, what am I really getting out of this? And why should you consider potentially investing in a business in your area, whether it's a brick and mortar store or whether it's an e-commerce site, whatever, why should you consider doing that? Well, I've broken down five reasons. One, um, is kind of vanilla. I wanted to go ahead and diversify my portfolio. Um, you know, this year I did a couple of things. I shifted my, my crypto, uh, investing. I went ahead and put some money into, um, uh, e-reits, you know, uh, real estate through Fundrise, which there's an affiliate link for in the show notes today. So that way you can go ahead and get, I think it's uh, 30 to 90 days. You got to double check, but you basically get um, a good amount of your uh, management fees waived. So if you want to go ahead and get into real estate without having to actually deal with the real estate part of it, you can go ahead and uh, join Fundrise today using the link in the show notes. But you know that that was me exposing myself to um, to the real estate market, and I think it was good, especially as uh, as we're preparing for interest rates to go up. And while the stock market was in massive flux, and I'm looking around, and I'm like, where if you know I need to keep dollar cost averaging, I need to keep investing my money. I'm not going to let this this ebb and flow of the market um, you know dictate that. But I was nervous, like where do I put it? So I, I decided to make a good investment into Fundrise, and um, you know I think this was. Something that um, showed up at the right time because, you know, tying up some of my money in a, in a profitable and expanding business in, in the way I did is, um, is part of that plan to continue to grow my wealth, weather the storm, and uh, diversify my, my growing portfolio. So that, that was reason number one. Uh, the second reason is th- this appeared to be a good business opportunity. You know, why do people get in on Robinhood? or Weeble or any of these apps where you've got like the swing traders and everything else, the day traders who are losing more money than they're making. Really, the only reason why you should be investing in single stocks, if you're smart, is to one, invest in the long term. Don't day trade. Don't try and, you know, do that because statistically, and everyone who has ever studied this has come to the same conclusion, um, everyone who tries to day trade will lose more money than they will ever make. Even the best Wall Street traders end up ma- end up not making that much through day trading. So if you're going to go ahead and buy single stocks, which you know Dave Ramsey says you shouldn't, I disagree with that. I think it should be in businesses that you actually believe in. 
And this was a good example of a company that as I got to learn more about it, as I got to actually see how they manage their day-to-day, how they handle debt, how they make a profit, what their plans actually grow are and what separates them from their competition, it, it was a situation where it was just like, you know, this is a, this is a good investment opportunity. So, you know, you, you shouldn't, you shouldn't own things that you don't understand, even, even if you're not like the expert in it. And I'll, I'll be honest, this, uh, this business that I invested in, I invested in, I'm not a giant expert in it, but I know the key factors that I pay attention to, such as, will, do you have a history of success? Do you have a history of, um, actually being able to profit and what are your plans to grow and expand and compete in this constantly changing market where more things are online, where we have to deal with the potential for lockdowns and mandates that will limit your contact with consumers, what will go ahead and separate you so that way you're not just developing a good product because there are many good products out there, but how do you develop a brand that people want to be associated with, a brand that teenagers will want to wear on their clothes and stuff like that? Um, you know, that, those are the things I look for and, um, this, this place succeeded in it. So invest in the things you like and understand and want to see grow, because when you do that, um, you're going to have more of a, more of a direct emotional investment in what it is you're doing and you're going to want to see it grow. And, um, you know, it's hopefully going to go ahead and pay you back for that. So good business opportunities come when you actually believe in the good of what your product or service that this company is providing that you're looking at is something that you do genuinely like. And, you know, it's the same goes for single stocks. Don't buy in the companies that you don't actually, you know, know nothing about. Whether you know everything about it or not, at least buy companies you like. You got to be able to defend that at the end of the day, other than just, oh, maybe I could day trade it at some point. Maybe I can go ahead and sell it. If I buy the dip now and it goes, you know, 10x, like, guys, that that will come up to you. And the fact that there are many of you who are still doing that, that, that really does concern me because you're also going to run into something that uh, I don't think you're going to be looking forward to in a couple of months. That's taxes. It's coming. And I've, uh, I'm, I'm waiting for my freaking Robin, Robin Hood paperwork to come in and everything else. I am not looking forward to it, but I am looking forward to getting it out of the way. So second point, good business opportunity. Third is, uh, is one that I've really begun to understand the importance of. This one is it makes me an, a contributing and active member of the community. I'm going to say it again. My third point is it makes me a contributing and active member of the community. Um, part of becoming a, a higher value individual is gaining the respect and influence that other people are willing to give you. And, you know, I, I saw this in, uh, in Virginia politics. You had a lot of people that moved to the northern Virginia area because they were working there. They were working in D.C. And you had a lot of them come in and try and tell all the locals how to go ahead and run their lives and run the economy and run their business. And the the issue that I saw was that you had a lot of people saying, yeah, who are you to tell us how to live our lives? I mean, you're the guys making things more difficult. You don't even have a vested interest in this community. And um, I I saw that whether I was working for, uh, you know, really local populist candidates or whether I was working for a very swanky, you know, 
corporate-y type candidates and stuff like that. And, you know, for the most part, the guys that just moved into the area, the guys that did not have a foothold in the community, the guys that did not, you know, have any name recognition or position of authority within their own zip code, those guys really, really struggled. But what I saw was that each time we made the rounds in the campaign, the first people we were going to is we were going to business leaders, we were going to community leaders, we were going to individuals that were regarded as trusted advisors, leaders within their own community. And what this does is it not only signifies that I'm willing to make Wisconsin my home long term, but what this does is by tying my reputation and money into this business, which will hire um, many residents and hopefully many more throughout the state and throughout the country as this business expands, um, this gives me that opportunity to have more stake in the community to actually care about what's actually going on. And it shows to people that I'm willing to stay for the long haul and that um, now it's not just about me. Yeah, it's about my money because I want it to grow. I want to I get rich out of this. That'd be awesome. But what it does show is that, um, you know, I, I, I believe in it enough to handle the risks and not just the financial risks that come with, you know, th- this business, but, you know, crime plays a role into a crime in the area. Tourism plays a role in it. Um, you know, pandemics and everything else, education, you know, public utilities, private opportunities to work with nonprofits and things like that. All that stuff matters more now than ever before. And what it does is it plugs me right into the bloodstream of all of that. It makes me a contributing and active member of the place that I'm willing to go ahead and park my cash so it can grow and make something amazing out of this business. Um, fourth, what it does is by becoming a contributing and active member of the community, this also expands my network to bring more opportunities. There's something about getting to finally meet and learn and dialogue with other investors, entrepreneurs, people that are interested, not just this industry, but you know, the, the business world as a whole, that's a, that's a network that I don't have. It's very limited. And the one thing I learned during my time at Parler, and I learned this throughout my time in politics, is that who you know matters more than what you know, sadly. And uh, I, I've always relied on a network of people to, uh, you know, help me given certain opportunities. I've tried to help them. You know, I've always understood the power of networking. But when you're in a completely different place and when you're getting into a whole new industry and when your network that you yourself grew is smaller now because of life and other reasons, uh, this is a good opportunity to get involved, to have a fresh start, to meet new people, learn more things, and to have access to people that I wouldn't have otherwise had access to. Because just to be in the same room as them, just to talk to them, this was essentially the, the cost of admission, so to speak. Uh, Andrew Tate talks about that regularly. If you watch his uh, Tate Speech YouTube channel and Tate Confidential, if you're a Hustlers University student, which we might talk about later, um, you know he knows that you know that he has the War Room, which is his private network. And now what he does is he only does business with people in the War Room. Having a private network of people who can give you the opportunities, the advice, and the access that you wouldn't otherwise have elsewhere matters more than ever before. 
Um, this is why people go to certain schools to access alumni networks. This is why people join clubs and other organizations, um, because this is your opportunity to grow. And by connecting myself to certain individuals, it's going to make me stronger, and I'm hoping that I'll also have something to contribute to them. Networking, if you don't think that it matters, I'm sorry, you're, you're going to struggle a lot because I know extremely talented, smart, hardworking, capable people who got passed up for opportunities because they didn't have the right network. I'm not saying it's fair, but what I am saying is that it's life. So you might as well jump into a pool of people that have the same, at least, interest as you and are obviously vested in the same things as you, whether you agree on everything or not, you've got something that binds you together that shows, yeah, this guy has skin in the game. And I mean, it's the same game I have skin in. So it's, it's a great opportunity on that alone. Um, and fifth, you know, we, we have to save our small businesses. Throughout the pandemic, throughout the lockdowns, small businesses throughout the country closed at a remarkable rate I don't think we've ever seen in our nation's history. And the sad thing about it is that those companies didn't come back. I mean, those small businesses, a lot of them didn't come back. A lot of them closed permanently. And then those business owners had to figure out what to do with all that bankruptcy. And then where did the employees go? The employees either went on unemployment or they had to go ahead and work for one of the, quote, essential businesses all this did was it, it became a giant wealth transfer for the money, not just in terms of the actual dollars. A lot of that was transferred in ways that we've never seen before. But it also took away more freedom from people. It took away more opportunity. And what it did was it stuck them back on the corporate farm. Walmart did well. Amazon did extremely freaking well. Big business in America just got bigger as small businesses got smaller. And sadly... Because a lot of those small businesses aren't coming back, what are they getting replaced with? They're getting replaced with big business. Um, small businesses not only add personality to a town, but they also provide much-needed competition. They provide opportunities for innovation and creativity and growth that um, don't always exist in corporate America. They're more, they're more invested in the health of their community. They work together more often. They're more likely to work with local organizations. And those small business leaders become advocates for their community in a way that no big organization really does. No big box store or tech giant ever can be. They won't know your name. They don't care about your family as much. They see you as a number. And, you know, as libertarians, we believe in free market competition. We believe in localism. And I, I can't talk about these things as I continue to invest in, uh, you know, the big companies that I do invest in if I wasn't willing to take a large stance and a large amount of risk in a small business that has the ability to grow large enough to shake up an industry. I want to hire Milwaukeeans for a Milwaukee business. I want to be able to provide jobs to people in an environment they love so that way they don't have to go work for a soul-sucking corporation. I, I want Milwaukee to stay Milwaukee. I want this community to keep its identity. And if, if I can do this, through all the hardship and other stuff I've had to go through, 
I think we all need to take a look and see how can we become the people that we ask about, that we pray for, that we hope other people will stand up to be. Maybe it's your chance because I saw this and I saw this was my opportunity. We can't stay in the realm of theory and jazzy tweets and things that won't impact the world around us. We think our ideas can change the world in theory, but our actions can change the world in reality. There's risk involved in this. There's, there's, you know, I'm not, I'm not a millionaire. As much as there is a financial reason to do something like this, to invest in, in private equity in a, co- in a company instead of just throwing it on Wall Street in stocks or investing it in mutual funds or going into real estate or just going all YOLO on Bitcoin, which, by the way, there was there were some shifts in my crypto portfolio. Bullish on Bitcoin this year. Um, uh, not not looking too good for ADA. That's a whole other thing. Sorry, Cardano. But um, you know, I I I wanna I wanna be the person that can that can help people. And if I can help myself at the same time, then then that's just a win win. I, I I said it a few weeks ago. I remember a point in my life where. In order to get the gas money I needed to put gas in my car to drive for a gig in which I was a campaign manager, I had to sell off my entire presidential coin collection to do that because I wasn't getting comped for gas. That feels like yesterday for me. I, I see, I see my, my wealth growing more than I ever thought it would for me of all people. I never thought of myself as an extremely smart or talented person. I have a very low self-confidence. You might be surprised by that. It, everything is showing me that I'm doing well. Everything is saying I'm doing exceedingly well, but there's still that part of me that remembers what that was like. There's still a part of me that remembers working 50 hours selling Chinese lead-tainted makeup business to business with holes in my shoes and I had to take a sick day because I injured a nerve in my neck. But because of that, I voided my base pay and can only make the commission that I made by selling those products. And at the end of, the, of a 50-hour week, I got paid 50 bucks. I remember what it was like to cry in my car and quit that job two days later, start doing social media consulting, which thankfully, through a good friend, was able to get me in front of the vice president of the Washington Times and get me my first major job in social media marketing. I remember that like it was yesterday. I was 23, 24 years old. And uh, some time has gone by, but I still remember that. And here I am right now, comfortably investing to become a part owner in a small business. It doesn't feel real. And um, lately, I've had, I've had more calls with you listeners than, uh, than ever before. Um, you know, when you guys DM me and you say, hey, I've got this problem. I need to go ahead and fix it with money because money doesn't solve all your problems. Money, money solves some of your problems and it solves a lot of problems in life. Um, 
getting getting to help build those blueprints with you it it, it gives me an opportunity to give back so that way you maybe you won't have to make a lot of the mistakes that I made as we wrap up the show I brought this up earlier but I do truly mean it I advocate for products and services that, one, I myself use, and two, give you greater value. And one of those resources is Hustlers University. When it was time to learn how to invest, when it was time to learn about crypto and all that stuff, when it was time to learn how to do copywriting, freelancing, affiliate marketing, just understanding personal finance, one, none of the things I learned in school, two, none of the things I learned in college, three, sadly, things I could never learn from my parents it took me many years, and I had to go through many trips to the library, the bookstore, online, private digital you know, courses, all that stuff. It took me years and many ways of finding the good and the bad to figure this shit out. I had to do it alone. But if you're on this path to be the trusted advisor, to build the wealth, power, and influence, to achieve that dangerous freedom in your lifetime so you can save yourself and save others from the harsher world we're walking into. You don't have to do it alone. One, you have me. I'm pretty awesome. I do this show, so yeah. And you can DM me and we can schedule a consultation. But there's a place where even I'm still a member and I'm growing and I'm learning more and more stuff every day. That's Hustlers University. Hustlers University 2.0 is an online school where accredited millionaire professors are taking their time to walk you through investing, crypto, stocks, all that type of stuff. They're teaching you copywriting, personal finance, affiliate marketing, freelancing. They're connecting you with the skills that you need for life and for business so you could set up active and passive streams of income. I went ahead and signed up initially because I heard a lot of good things about their copywriting course. I've been a copywriter for uh, going on seven years now, and I can tell you that their copywriting course even taught me things, not just things that I didn't ever think about for my own clients that I work with, but it even gave me resources and knowledge that I was able to take it to my nine to five and help my colleagues with, so that way I could help the organization actually do more through its copywriting capabilities for its advertising and digital marketing means. Help me all across the board. And now what I'm doing is I'm trying to refine my affiliate marketing skills. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm almost done with that. But, I, you know, I jump between a lot of the chats and professors are engaging of students daily. Students are in uh, different chats and they're giving each other ideas. They're reviewing materials that they're all making. I mean, it's a, it's a thriving community and it's only $50 a month. And I can tell you from the wins that people are posting on the message boards, it's that this thing pays for itself over and over and over. I've been a Hustlers University 2.0 student for going on three months now, and I don't see myself disenrolling anytime soon because each time I'm like, okay, like what happens once I get to the end? They'll go ahead and they'll update a course. They'll go ahead and add giveaways for people that accomplish certain challenges. I mean, there's just so much new content added on a regular basis that, uh, you know, I see myself in it for the long run because just by taking advantage of the resources and the knowledge that's in Hustlers University, 
It's already made me more money myself. So please, if you want to go ahead and take that step to take direct action in your life today and you want to learn a new skill, you can, of course, call, uh, you know, contact me, DM me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, wherever, uh, LinkedIn, I always respond. But if you want to go ahead and check that out and you know, do a class with me, listen to the people that I'm getting advice from, that I'm being mentored by, Hustlers University is where it's at. The link is below. 50 bucks a month. You'll make that money back. I promise you. It's Hustlers University. Link is in the show notes. As always, folks, um, you know, the, the show is for you. And uh, I just hope you've enjoyed listening uh, about a few things going on in my life as much as I enjoy living it. As always, be good, be safe. Good night.